Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's been a while since we've had our on-air. The man, the voice that you all hear when you are listening to Atlanta United, Mike Conti. Good morning, man, and thanks for joining us. Guys, I have missed you. I can't even remember the last time uh, I've been on with Sam and Greg. This has been forever. It, it has. That's only because of your ascent. You know, you have taken on another no. job, and so we we realize that you're quite busy doing other things, and we didn't want to bother you. We got Jason Longshore. He's like our fifth Beatle. So, you know. No, 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 wait, wait. You guys, you have to understand, like, I probably listen to your show more than any other on the station, so I'm always up listening to you guys anyway because you're one of my favorite shows. So, uh you know, I, I I appreciate that, but I'm always happy to be on with you, and uh, really good to be on with you again. Well, great to have you, and, and you know, we're going to dive into things with Atlanta United. But before we get started with that, we want yes. <laughs> Mike Honest. When 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 you heard that Yakamakas uh, was going to be coming to this club, because he wasn't here when the season began, do you have right. any inkling that this might be the thing that we would hear, and so frequently and catch on, really. Well, I, I'm glad we've heard it frequently because it means he has scored a lot. And uh, honestly, no, I wasn't expecting him to be on, uh, you know, 10 goals in about 700 minutes. That, that's a really good goals per 90 rate. So he's way ahead of my expectation there. Where did it come from? Uh, do you guys, it, it, we might be all a little too old to remember this. I'm not sure. But there was a video game when I was a kid uh, called NBA Jam. And it was basically a, a two-on-two uh, basketball video game, but they had a very excitable play-by-play announcer providing, um, you know, not even really a description, just kind of adding to the the color of the game. And I remember, like, the, this announcer, he would, anytime a, a player would have, like, a really spectacular slam dunk, he would go, boom, shakalaka. I thought, oh, wow, you know, that, that's kind of fun. I like that. Boom, shakalaka. So when they signed Yakamakas, I'm thinking, oh, well, uh, you know, we have the, the K sounds kind of repeating like shakalaka. Um, you know, the syllables match. Um, I kind of think this might be fun. Why don't we go with boom, shakalaka when he scores? And, uh, you know, I did it once, and people seem to like it, so I'm, I'm still doing it. Uh, so, it really is more of an homage to, a, a, of anything, a video game. 
which I know sounds really, really silly, but uh, people seem to like it, so I'm going to keep doing it. And please do. And, Sam, you are the only person who could address this. You have been here long enough. You have covered every professional team here. I can't, in the time I've been here, remember a phrase from a from an announcer that has caught on like that. Yeah, <laughs> Seriously, really, really, Skip, really. Care, you go back to all the Braves guys, all the Hawks guys. Who has a phrase? Who has a catchphrase in this town? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Mike's got well, Mike's I, it. I, but, but by the way, no, 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 it, 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 Greg, and thank you for saying that. But uh, I think Steve Holman would be very quick to point out that uh, he's very proud of Bang for a <laughs> okay. three pointer, and, yeah. and and you know that is a definite catchphrase. So uh, uh, I am definitely not the only one. I can't take credit for that. Steve, uh, <laughs> Steve has been doing Bang on three pointer uh, for many, many years. Uh, all right. Well, there's nothing wrong with being the other one. So if there's only two and you're one of them, that's pretty good. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports yeah. Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom um, Again, thank you for letting us be a part of your Saturday morning. We're getting getting you ready for Atlanta United and New York Red Bulls tonight. If you can't get in front of a TV, a TV excuse me, uh, pre-kick at 7 o'clock, kick at 7.30. You can hear that right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And we started off the show as we have talked about this match tonight, and Sam has been pushing this. He says, listen, keep your fingers crossed. These guys can come out with a win because they have not experienced good luck against the Red Bulls. Your thought going into this match tonight, Mike? No, absolutely. They've never won up here at Red Bull Arena. Uh, they have earned a couple draws there, but they've never won. In fact, um, in I think six or seven meetings here. I think this is going to be the eighth tonight, if I remember correctly. Atlanta United has only scored one goal ever in uh, seven prior meetings at Red Bull Arena. So this has been a really, really tough place for them to play. However, things are a little bit different now. Um, Atlanta United, who had never beaten the Red Bulls in a regular season match ever, home or road, finally got that. Um, you know, monkey off their back in April when uh, they beat the Red Bulls at Mercedes-Benz Stadium 1-0. Tough match, but they won. Uh, Since that point, the Red Bulls have sacked their manager, and they play a little bit differently now. They're still a high-pressing team. That's still the Red Bulls style, but but they are a little more assertive in the attack, which I think leaves them a little more open for counterattacks, and I think Atlanta United tactically will be trying to hit them on counters tonight. But, uh, you know, the Red Bulls, since making the managerial change, they've been better, but they're still 13th in the East. They've scored the fewest goals of anyone in MLS. That's probably good news because Atlanta United's given up the second most goals of anyone in MLS. On the other uh, side of the coin, Atlanta United has scored the most goals of anyone in MLS. And the Red Bulls have conceded the fewest goals of anyone in MLS. So I think something has to give tonight. Um, and I, I, the first goal of the game, I think, is going to be really, really critical. Because if the Red Bulls score it, then they can really ratchet up that press and, and suffocate Atlanta United out of the game. If Atlanta scores it, then the Red Bulls have to kind of open up and chase it a little bit. And I think that could leave them exposed for another goal or two. So, um, I think really imperative for Atlanta United to not concede the first goal tonight, but I think they're going to have opportunities. I mean, this is, uh, you know, knock on wood, probably the most confident I have felt. <laughs> it's funny. We always stay at the same hotel when we're up here in New Jersey. We always stay at the same hotel. I feel like I've been at this hotel a bazillion times in my life, and I sit as, as I sit at this hotel this morning, this is probably the most confident I've been going into a match at Red Bulls ever. So we'll just have to see if I'm right or not. Yeah, well, that's a great vibe. I'm glad you're feeling that way. We all going to share that vibe down here in Atlanta. Folks are spending time 
Wayfort.com hotline this morning with Mike Conti, our very own Mike Conti, and he is social. You can find him on Twitter at Mike Conti929, at Mike Conti929. Um, we come back from international break, and not everybody was there. The whole band was not back mm-hmm. together. The whole band is still not back together. Who's going to be missing tonight? Miles Robinson still uh, out. He would have been out anyway on international break, but now the team says he has a hands-free injury as well. So, um, you know, Atlanta United is going to have to figure out a way forward without Miles for at least the next five matches. Uh, Jay Fortune, uh, also known as a Johnny Fortune, who had an assist on Wednesday night, really, really has done a nice job in two consecutive starts as a homegrown player in the midfield. He's out tonight. He's with Trinidad and Tobago. And then Derek Etienne, uh, who I, I think, quite frankly, has not been very good for Atlanta United this year. Very disappointing uh, being brought in from Columbus of the offseason. But he's been a consistent starter for this team on the left wing. He's going to be out tonight as well. The good news is you'll have Boom Yakamakis back. I think you're going to have Thiago Almada back. That's enormous. I mean, on Wednesday against New York City, you scratched out a draw with zero designated players available. Tonight you'll have two. You'll have Yakamakis and Almada. Luis Arujo, they've already moved on to Brazil. So um, Atlanta United will have an open designated player spot coming up in the summer transfer window that they can fill. But uh, having two back tonight, way, way better than, than having to come into a game with zero. So very good to have Yorgos and Tiago back tonight. Yep. Okay. We got Max. There we go. So I threw the alley-oop to Greg. Greg threw it back to me. We're looking like the Miami Heat right now. I'm going to dunk the ball. Let me ask you this, Mike. <laughs> So for the average consumer, the average fan, or someone that's just getting into soccer, when you look at Atlanta United, they haven't had a loss recently, but they've had a lot of ties. So how do you yeah. how do you correlate, how do you translate these ties into wins if you're Atlanta United? Oh, great question, Max. Uh, and it's interesting because a lot of the draws have actually been games that Atlanta United was on the verge of losing and they came back and got a late goal to get a draw, like the one in Orlando, the, the one obviously this past Wednesday night against New York City. In this unbeaten run, it's happened a couple of times. It's also happened a couple of times the other way, where you've conceded a late goal um, in Chicago, uh, certainly one where you, you gave up a goal very, very late. You should have won. You ended up with a draw. Um, my memory fails me right now. I think there was another home game in that stretch where, uh, you can see that a very late goal to to uh, get a draw, and those don't feel very good um, when those happen. You know, I, I think again, I want to go back to that first goal, and Atlanta United has put themselves in trouble a lot this year by conceding the first goal of the match, both at home and on the road. And match state is just so very, very critical uh, in soccer, where when a team is up one nil there are things they can do tactically um, that aren't necessarily very assertive or aggressive or entertaining to watch, but they can still do things tactically um, to, to make it almost impossible for their opponent to get a good scoring opportunity. So uh, to me, Max, I think that's what it comes down to. You can't come out flat. You've got to come out alert and ready to play, and you've got to aggressively pursue that first goal and score it. Um, that I think could go a long way to turning a lot of these draws into wins. And, but, but again, you know, a draw is not necessarily a terrible result, especially in a road game. I mean, in soccer, if you win all your road matches and you draw your, I'm sorry, if you win all your home matches 
and you draw all your road matches, you're going to have a very, very good season. Mike, having said that, what is some, one or two of the things that you really enjoy watching with this team? That they're always attacking. Uh, and I know that can be a little bit scary and frustrating because they concede a lot of goals. They leak a lot of goals because of that, because they're committing so much uh, going forward and trying to score goals. But, um, you know, I love a team that's always trying to, to, to be aggressive and score goals and play fun, entertaining soccer. And I, I think the other thing, Greg, is that they just do not quit. And, they, and I think you saw it again Wednesday night. This team just does not quit. I mean, you're down – 2-1 and stop its time. We've got a bunch of kids on the field, uh, two of them making their MLS debut right at the very end of the match, and, and they're still scratching and clawing and fighting and, and getting that, that goal to, to, you know, get you the draw, as they did in Orlando, kind of same thing. Uh, I think that was Memorial Day weekend. You know, they, these guys just don't quit. They do not give up, and I think that's a reflection of, uh, their their coach, to be totally honest with you. I, I think it shows you how much they respect him and they want to fight for him. And um, I love that. I, I love the fact that you have a team that, you know, could concede a goal or two, but they're not going to put their heads down. They're going to go out. They're going to try to get back into the match. I, I think there have been some iterations of this team in the past that have not had as positive a response after they've conceded a goal. So, I really, really enjoy that about this team. It's a, a, a team with great leadership. I think a team with a really good head coach. And I really think also that this, the fact this team had somebody like you talk about leadership. We talk about Brad Kazan. Yeah, you, you know, we heard he was going to be out for an extended period of time. He gets back sooner. And, and you know, turned in after having a, a performance that wasn't the best Turned it right around and had one of the best performances we've seen him have. You know, yeah. Talk about what he really means to have him healthy uh, with this team. Well, you said it, Sam. I, I mean, six weeks into an injury that was supposed to keep him out for 12 weeks, he's back. Uh, and you're talking about a, a veteran goalkeeper who's coming off a catastrophic injury last year. The guy's a maniac. I, I mean, the, the fact that he. Um, you know, was able to rehab so quickly and get back into to playing form so quickly. And, and his first game back from injury was excellent. The game in Orlando, he had a save uh, late in that game that, that really preserved the draw for Atlanta United. He was excellent. And then you're right. He, he had a, a very poor outing against New England. And then he came back and he played the game of his life against LAFC. Um, it's just, I think it's remarkable to see someone who's made a lot of money playing soccer, who's played for a long time, still really pushing and trying to get back as quickly as he possibly can. And I think that was a big, big lift for this team. And, and you know, yes, he is a good leader. His, he is a very, very vocal leader on the pitch. That helps too. But I think he's done a lot of leaning by example lately. And I think that's been, um, you know, critical for this team here over the last month. Mike Conti joining uh, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. You hear him on the call with Jason Longshore tonight. Again, if you can't get in front of a TV, free kick, 7 o'clock, kick at 7.30. Now, we also hear Mike also with Atlanta Hawks. Haven't had a chance to uh, talk to you. I know you've been out enjoying your week, but 
Listen, your thoughts on what you saw in the NBA draft, what the Hawks did, didn't do, and some of the other movement around the NBA. Give you a chance to give your thoughts on that before we let you yeah, go. Uh, yeah, thank you for that, Greg. I, I, I like Kobe Bufkin. Reminds me a lot of A.J. Griffin statistically. Uh, good defender, and, and I think, again, the Hawks need to make a commitment to defense. Uh, they, they need to change that in their team culture bringing in a guy like Kobe Bufkin, who's going to be a, a, someone who's going to give you a ton of effort defensively. Love that. Uh, I'm biased, but I, anytime you draft a Penn Stater, I think you've made a very good decision uh, <laughs> because it is an elite academic institution. <laughs> and I think Seth Lundy is going to be a great fit in Atlanta. Seth Lundy is a flamethrower, guys. 40% yeah. three-point shooter and a high volume of attempts. We need it. Uh, guys like that are very useful in the NBA, aren't they? So, uh and then, uh, you know, Gay out of Washington State, good shot blocker, good rebounder, someone who I think, uh, you know, might be able to slot in behind Nyeka Kongu as a third center on this team. Although, you know, again, who knows what's going to happen with Clint Capella. I-, I think big picture, though, guys, the Hawks did not do anything Thursday night that changes anything dramatically. Um, and that could be a hint to what their offseason philosophy is going to be. Or they may not have seen an opportunity uh, on Thursday night that was acceptable to them. Uh, that would amount to a big change. I think the Hawks need to make some pretty significant changes to go from where they are right now, which is a fringe playoff team, to being a contender to win it all. I think you, you need to make major changes to get to that point. Um, you did not do that Thursday night. So now your options are a little more limited going into uh, you know the next couple of weeks and free agency will be part of it and trades can be made uh, you know it's not like the trade deadline came on draft night like you'll still be able to make trades but uh, um, I'm not saying the Hawks necessarily missed an opportunity because there may have been opportunities that weren't acceptable to them but uh, I still think they need to do a lot more uh, to evolve from a good team to a great team absolutely Mike I am totally with you that I, I think some things are going to come along the way. Uh, on the way for this Hawks team. And I think the next uh, next week, the coming weeks, are going to be quite interesting to see what they do to uh, to add to this team to really make it a contender in the East. Some things have to happen with this team. We appreciate you spending some time with us this morning and explaining to us the origin of Boom Yakamakas. Because <laughs> yes. we've wondered that. We've been wondering that, man. And, and you have explained it so beautifully to us so eloquently this morning, and we appreciate you for doing that. And for that, you get no. to spend the day in Manhattan. How about that? Oh, no. You know what? It's raining up here. Oh. What? And I, oh. I, I bring an umbrella, so I, I, I think I'm stuck. Uh, I did get into the city last night, but uh, I'm not going to be walking around in the rain today, unfortunately. <laughs> well, as long as you bring back the W, man, that's what we're talking. As long as you bring uh, I back. I sure will try. All right. Yeah, and we sent Jr. Uh, your way too, so you'll see Jr. during the broadcast. Yeah, he's going to be. I know. <laughs> yeah, Jr.'s up here because the Special Olympics Unified teams are playing today. They were on the plane with us yesterday, so oh. really cool to have the Unified team up here as well this weekend. All right, man. Well, listen, don't be a stranger, buddy. Come on the show anytime you want. All right, guys. All right, take care. All right, there you go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.